you want me to start it? Why don't we just talk? Can we just talk? Hey guys. <laughs> hey. Oh my god, it's all all the siblings. Sibling time. Siblings. How exciting. We've never all It's been a second since we've had four people on a Zoom on dumpster dive, definitely. I don't know about mm-hmm. you guys. It's you know, um it's a big task. It's a lot of voices. It's a lot of voices, a lot of edit. We did one back in the olden days of the podcast in COVID, we had five at one time and that <sighs> was that was tough. a bad idea yeah so it was a lot it was a lot to yeah edit. kicks yeah, yeah, kicks yeah. was really struggling editing over there <laughs> okay well hopefully this one isn't uh, i've never edited a day in my life <laughs> oh that's the joke she doesn't do anything on yeah. the editing front real literally just shows up that he is the kicks of this <laughs> dynamic now i do want to say we do have a, a third sibling but i'm gonna pretend like this is <laughs> This is just yeah. like how we are. This is more than enough. <laughs> Does the third sibling listen to the pod? Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Great. Hey. hey. <laughs> Not these episodes. No, no. Which episodes? Um, hilariously, he's listened to the episodes where we're like uh, basically vaguely talking about him. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, because you do talk about him quite a bit and not always in the most positive light. No. <laughs> so that's why I was curious about whether or not he's he's a listener. <laughs> One time he sent us a voice note at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> telling us like what he thought about an episode we did. He was yeah. like, yeah, so obviously you guys are talking about me. We're like, oh. <laughs> honestly it felt like a betrayal in the moment it's like like you're not supposed to be hearing these like, <laughs> yeah i like, was offended that he was yeah. in my space listening to me talk about him you know god, what I mean? god forbid he listened to something that's public domain on a free platform on his phone <laughs> yeah it's so rude or two of his family members are on we've never had like someone be like i can't believe you said that about me right Kicks. um well, good good for you it's often like i call tom afterwards and i'm like tom i can't believe you said that about me oh i'm just kidding that's never happened no but... no kicks usually calls me and she's like please cut out that part about um where i like she, kicks always where i called she... shannon Bador like a, a homophobic bitch or something but... well she is <laughs> um i've never I... said that until now but i imagine she's not uh, I would imagine that Kix doesn't call you and give comments on things because I don't imagine that Kix listens to the, all the episodes. No, no, I don't listen to them, but it's more of like I get, I say the most out of pocket shit, but the things that aren't out of pocket, I get really scared about sometimes. Yeah, she'll be like, she'll accuse someone of like making a turkey sandwich when they made a ham sandwich. And she's like, do you think we should cut that out? <laughs> I'm like, no, but then you did just, what did the other, we recorded recently and you revealed some things. Oh, she revealed that her childhood friend's dad was like a, an, a poacher in Africa, essentially like oh, had, yeah. zebra, had zebra heads on his walls. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. And she called me later to be like, should we cut that out where I, and brought up something completely different. I go kicks. If anything, we should cut out the part where you were, you were doxing your friends. Elite, I didn't dox da- her. No, I know. They, I was just, that he. was a prime example of the, the range of what's problematic in your <laughs> brain. just makes me laugh. I know. Um, well, today we're going to talk about traitors, obviously. Traitors. Um, but I'm going to rope you guys into talking about pop culture things. And, you know, I know Tom and Kicks, you guys really care about this. I know this is really, really important to you. What? The Super Bowl is approaching. Oh, they're about <laughs> Nikki and Megan. <laughs> no, I know. 
Um, the Super Bowl is approaching. Uh, we Who's have playing? to talk about it. <laughs> Allegedly, it's a boring lineup. No, what I've been hearing oh on the no, streets. guys, this is not the place. Wait, to what streets? Are you guys being what serious? Street? You care? My brother is a huge 49ers fan. And they're okay, going well, this to the is Super the... Bowl. <laughs> I've heard and it's a invited. boring lineup because the Chiefs are going to sweep. Um, I'm sorry. Kicks, he wow. just said he's a 49 I know. Fan. We're here to talk. What am I supposed to do? Sit in silence? <laughs> Kicks is going to be like, should we cut that out? From <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you hurt my feelings. Um, no, the Chiefs are, you know, they've won. They won last year. They've won two in the last four years. They've, this is the fourth Super Bowl that they've been to. Um, they have the greatest quarterback of all time, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. The 49ers are more talented and they should win. And, um, you know, in terms of like storylines and whether or not this is boring or not, the 49ers haven't won in 29 years. Um, that is also coincidentally um, how long I've been following the 49ers. <laughs> so I have never watched a Super Bowl win. Um, so if nothing have they else, been just, to the Super Bowl in 29 years, they have they've been there twice. Um, yeah. They lost in 2020 to the Chiefs. That's when the Chiefs won their first Super Bowl. Oh, the J Lo um, Shakira year. That's that right. When the world they they announced the end of the world, essentially. Uh-huh. Exactly. That was right, right before <laughs> COVID. Actually, right before COVID. I saw um, I saw then, a TikTok going around of like the last moment of pure joy, and it's someone watching Shakira perform at the Super Bowl. Because <laughs> like, I was like, honestly, yeah. You know, the last moment of joy that we experienced before shutdown was my brother and I and our cousin went to see Celine Dion. That's right. That makes me sad. Happy for you guys. Sad sad. that, like, of course, now she's never going to perform again. Never again. And we knew in the moment that that's when, like, you know, they were like, oh, COVID is a real thing. Because we were, like, looking at people drinking out of water fountains and stuff. And we're like, we're probably just going to do that. (laughs) People just coughing at each other in Barclays <laughs> Center, crammed in elevators, mm. and we're like, "It's fine. We're here for Celine." Good. Anyway, um, um, and then so I, the other time the 49ers, <laughs> sorry, were in the Super Bowl was in 2012, and they lost in heartbreaking fashion to the Baltimore Ravens. But um, since uh, just to kind of let you know that uh, you will remember as the Beyonce halftime show. I was going to say, yes. so I Beyonce. was about to say, that is Beyonce's yep. solo halftime show because I, was, yep. I know where I was. And she brought Destiny's Child up. And she did. there was up, the light through the ground. Up and... through the ground and Michelle, <laughs> she flew into the air. Michelle's stick yeah. figure flew out of the air against barely, all odds, landed on her barely, feet. <laughs> she barely made it. <laughs> and then the lights went out. And the lights went out. And then there was that picture of Beyonce that she wanted off the internet. Yeah, then, because she yeah. was like flexing. Yeah. It was a weird photo. Oh, I forgot <laughs> about that. I do I, I always like to root for the underdog. I am going to root for the 49ers. I will Aww. not be watching, but I well, you um, won't. No. I think we're going to a party. I'm not. I think oh. you can certainly come. Is it is it tomorrow? No, it's, it's, no, it's no, next, next week. Oh, okay. next weekend. <laughs> Tomorrow's the Grammys. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. Are we excited for Usher as a halftime 1, show? One thousand yes. billion yeah. percent. I'm so excited. Are we? Yeah, I, I love I Usher. I'm thrilled. I mean, Usher is like so is is quintessential childhood for me too. Yeah. Like that's my late 
middle school, early high school years is like Usher. Well, actually, no, no, early, early middle school years, early years late elementary yeah. school years is like Usher, yeah, and everything, you know. Tom bought me for Christmas one year <laughs> Usher in concert on DVD, good. and it was very great. I did. I don't remember yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so sweet. I mean, mom and dad probably bought it, but you did give it to me. So <laughs> <laughs> we were children. So. <laughs> The fact that you said that you listened to Yeah in elementary school gave my brother a heart attack. He yeah, I was out. I was just thinking I was twenty one. <laughs> I was twenty one when that came out. Cheers to that. <laughs> um, okay, so we're excited for the 49ers. They're going to the Super Bowl, blah blah blah, whatever. Obviously What's their the- like chant? Like go do you say like go 49ers? Uh it's uh bang bang niner gang. I don't like that. <laughs> I wish you made that up. Bang bang niner gang. Bang bang and niner gang. That yes. sounds like N- the yank? beginning. Are you saying of some sort of niner sexual yank? act? <laughs> niner gang. G a n g. That's a little yeah. better than yank, but <laughs> bang bang niner yank. It's... And then there's there's also like faithful to the bay. So there's like hashtag FTTB. No. If that you gotta work on anything. your show. Yeah, no, they really do. What does that mean? For the the bay? No, faithful, faithful to the oh, bay. Faithful to the bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oof. Um, but you know what, Tom? You would love their quarterback, Brock Purdy. I'll look him he, up. He's yeah. so cute. He is he's just a, the cutest. He's a cute little baby. He's a sweet little boy. And so you know, if <laughs> if you're looking for reasons to root for the 49ers. They're um they're favorites actually in the game. Um they're like two point I think two and a half. Oh my god, favorites. he looks like a child. Yes, yeah, he's a child. Yeah, he does. He's and twenty-four. This, he's not for me, but <laughs> wait, if we're listen, if we if we want to look for people for you on the team, I can certainly make some recommendations. Some <laughs> yes, let's I do really that. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I would I would start off with Fred Warner myself. Okay. <laughs> Are you looking uh, at the baby boy picture of Brock Purdy? Yeah, he looks that's at him. a baby girl, and I barely yeah. understand what that means. But that's but a baby this girl. This is what that means. No, you know that. Like, I wish her well. <laughs> I don't know what sweet. <laughs> Brock Purdy. So, actually, if you guys look up Anna Frey, look up Anna Frey. F R E Y. She's on the team. <laughs> no, <laughs> look her up. Okay. And look at her face. Okay. She got a fucked up face. Who are we looking at here? Oh, I see. Wait, uh, this is his is girlfriend or wife? TikToker no. goes viral because she looks like Brock Purdy. <laughs> exactly. <That's right. laughs> so yeah, she's a sweet baby girl, Brock Purdy. She's a and sweet, she, sweet baby girl. And she's got a lovely story. She was the last pick in the draft. Um, <laughs> I like that we Anna or <laughs> no no Brock. Anna Frey does not play professional football because okay. she's a woman. Um, but Brock Purdy was the last pick. You were really pointed wow. on that. Because she's a woman. Because she's a woman. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, I seem to be amongst non-football fans. And I think I need to kind of reiterate some things. Like There are there historically haven't been any females that have played I, professional football. I understand. That I know. I don't know if you know. We are, we've seen many. We, we are college football fans. It's not pro and football. And Tom played football. Oh. What? She did. What you didn't know that, Nora? No, like really played. Yeah, like define really played. I mean, I was, <laughs> I was a left, I was a left offensive left guard and defensive left tackle because I was say it with me fat. <laughs> <laughs> 
I at the uh, age of what, Tom? Fourteen. Yeah. Good. I also played uh, freshman football for a grand total of four days. Uh, oh no! What my happened? My position was left out. I was left out of the lineup. Right. Said, you gotta, you gotta throw that in your your tight five. Yeah. Um, I was the mascot in middle school, which is my claim to fame. So that was oh. as close as I got to the football field. Was on it, but not in for my plane. Wow, guys, that's really impressive. I've never whole, done any sport. A whole bunch of athletes in this group. Not me. <laughs> if anything, I'm an athlete first. <laughs> okay, but Kix, you were a childhood like superstar. I was an athlete. athlete. Yeah. yeah, she was Kix, a climber. She was, yeah, she was one of the fastest rock climbers in the world in her age category. Don't downplay really? it. Yet, literally, I was, she yeah. went to worlds. <laughs> so, uh, so like you understand like those free solo people, the people mm-hmm. that climb. Like, how do I personally do would that? never do it, but I understand yeah. the process of it. <laughs> well, that process is just kind of start climbing. <laughs> you don't have any ropes or anything. Yeah, I mean, sometimes though they do. There is someone that will kind of follow them up. Mm-hmm. That they are connected, similar to kind of like ice climbing, how they're not really connected to anything but right, another right. person. It's not safe. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but um, yeah, it's pretty heinous. I never did anything like that. But like, I understand the appeal of climbing something, but I don't understand like why would you take away the safety? it's It's because they're crazy and adrenaline seekers and all that kind of stuff i mean it it attracts crazies as someone who was in it for many many years like the people who do that kind of stuff are just it's a weird culture it has a a very weird culture Mm -hmm. it's hard to really understand like explain how weird it is but yeah it's just like what a else? lot of like unclean, like no mm-hmm. one showers and Ooh. you live in everyone's and like tents and trapped in like 2002. It's just like a weird, like the people are weird. Okay. Well, okay. speaking of crazy people and cults, uh, a lot of uh, eyes are on the NFL right now because I was about uh, to say the barbs. Uh, well, well, we'll get there. <laughs> and there's actually a lot of crazy happening. We have the barbs, Nikki versus Megan, which is actually why I really wanted to talk pop culture with you guys, because obviously Tom and Kicks um, are my only touch into youth. And mm-hmm. then there's Justin versus Brittany. That's also back up. But mm-hmm. before we get to that, I just have to touch on this really quick, because last week, Raheel, you told me about how Justin Yuschek, right? Kyle Yuschek. Kyle Yuschek's wife made a jacket that Taylor Swift wore, and now Taylor Swift made it popular. And now that woman, uh, Mrs. Yuschek, we'll call her. Kristen Yuschek. Kristen Yuschek is making these, like, fun, cool-looking sports jackets, is how I would call it. And everybody's like, wow, she really made, like, sports and fashion a thing, which is now getting a lot of heat because this is actually like a part of hip-hop culture that's existed for a really really long time and now this woman this white woman comes in and gets to like make it her own because taylor swift made it popular and then the white girls got on it and there's just like a general whiteification of the nfl happening again which is like uh all linked to taylor swift so let's all say it she sucks but Taylor Swift, also her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, I don't know if you guys know they're together. He has been getting fades, and now they're calling it the Travis Kelsey haircut. A fade. 
the fade that anybody can go get at like a black barber shop. Okay, multiple well, times. Wait, okay, a couple things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I don't think that it's Taylor or Travis's fault that everyone is coming around to black sure. culture. Like sure. be, they're just coming around to black culture because they're the fan base is deeply white and uncultured. Yes. So like, I don't yes, think that that's, I, I'm not in the camp of like, that's that she's done anything wrong or that she's, I, I don't hate her. Like, I, I think she's just, I think she's annoying and the fan base is a little annoying, but like, I don't think that that's their fault. Like the, sure. the fan base just doesn't understand middle of no one goes and gets fades in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's not true. I'm saying white people in suburbia mm-hmm. in Milwaukee don't go and get fades sure. in New York. Like we get fades at the barbershop all the time. Obviously I know that that's like a, a black barbershop like style, but it's also like something that everyone has co-opted unfortunately. And I don't know. I, I don't think that, I think it's silly to name it a Travis Kelsey haircut like that. Oh yeah. It. But that's what it's being called. Now. I think it's also just, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of issues with Taylor Swift. I wish her well. Um, but also the like them trying to be like normal people while also like contributing to like global warming is I think a bigger um in my mind it's that's what we should be talking about. <laughs> but I just I, I get where you're coming from and I also understand like how white people continue to co op other cultures yeah. and make them quote unquote their own. Um and it's not surprising. No. I'll say this. Um, so, you know, the thing about the jackets and that actually being part of like black culture and then, you know, this white lady, I guess, Christian, you this is the first time that I've heard of that being an issue. Um, I think I had heard something about the Travis Kelsey faith thing. Um, sure. Those are like problematic things, I, I guess you could say it, but that's like, you know, that's a conversation about a subculture within a subculture. Like, that's a very niche thing that you can. I mean, you can you can make an argument against it and all those things, right? The bigger thing that's happening with Taylor Swift and the NFL right now is that Taylor Swift or, like, the MAGA people are out completely against Taylor Swift. Right yes. Now. Which and I... they are, which is yeah. the bigger deal, right? So they're, yeah. the MAGA people are saying, well, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are riding each other's coattails so that they get more and more popular. And then Taylor Swift is going to encourage people to vote and they don't want people <laughs> to vote because, you know, they're like against Swifties or whatever. So right yeah. now the, 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 the conversation within the MAGA people is that Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift is a, like a, like a force for bad, uh, that she's like a demon of some sort. That's going <laughs> to keep Trump away. Right. Yeah. So, it's crazy. I think, it's actually exactly. insane. If she's you, like, it's, a, it's not, it's like deep fake, deep fake. Like she's. It's, but the thing is like their insecurities, their acknowledgement that they are the lesser party. Like there's less of mm-hmm. them is so blatantly obvious, you know? Like but weren't, wasn't she like their white queen for a long time too? She was. Yeah. She was. And she I think was, that is I even a bigger part bet- on her. Well, yeah. And also I think that's a bigger betrayal to like the white country people who were like all about taylor swift and like her becoming more and more progressive is like such an issue for them because it's like how could you do that to us you're white and wealthy (laughs) exactly i I think she was their country girl until like 2018 when she came out against marsha blackburn was the first time um and they've just kind of been like weary of her ever since and as she's gotten more and more popular um and as she's been you know kind of 
more vocal about like human rights and stuff like that, they've slowly turned against her. They haven't had to deal with her because she's just kind of existed in this other thing. But it's kind of obvious that she's going to be a voice of some sort in 2024, right? So they're just kind of getting out uh, ahead of it. Um, the the place where I fall on it is like, you know, once when the relationship first started as a sports fan, you get a little bit annoyed at the fact that Taylor Swift is on TV all the time. And, you know, you there is like the whole background of Taylor Swift knowing when to make news and how to be popular and all those things. So you see a little bit of that. But I think for me, you know, Taylor Swift is, I think, a force for good at the end of the day. I think anybody that writes the 10 minute version of All Too Well is kind of a force for good. I think that's a great song. Um, so I will, you know, I'm Team Taylor in this. Are you oh, wearing no, a red a... cardigan underneath there? <laughs> Reels a Swifty. Yeah, We always start this conversation, by the way, whenever we talk about Taylor Swift, we're like, she sucks. And then by the end, we're like, you know, she's really not that bad. She's great. I kind of yeah. love her. She like, doesn't bother me. She's actually really fun. She, I, do I think, don't think she yeah. understands, like to your point about the jacket and the haircut, I don't think she gets what she's doing sometimes, which can be very harmful, but at the because same time, do, yeah. yeah. Because she doesn't give credit where credit is due. She like popularizes the thing. And oftentimes Taylor Swift will not take a moment to be like, I'm not the one that came up with this. Like we're not, this isn't our thing. And I think that that can be really frustrating for people whose cultures are the ones that are being like popularized through her yeah i think that's frustrating but and um, yeah i think the other thing is that she doesn't acknowledge how complicit she is in some of the narratives around her right like the kanye thing or whatever right like yes she had a complaint (laughs) but also you know she was complicit in it and she is complicit in the fact that you know she knows how the media works she knows how blogs work she knows all of these things right um, so her complaints about like being hounded by the paparazzi and her being a big part of the news, she also forces those. And yeah, it's very exactly. obvious that she knows, right? So no, I, sure. I can get why people would be annoyed by her. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, how much can you really, you know, what level of expectation can you have from a celebrity, right? Now, now you did say she's a force for good, but she is going to be taking her private jet from Japan to Arizona to make sure that she gets to mm-hmm, her boyfriend's mm-hmm. football game on time. So. Yeah, but but like, you want her on Alaska Air? What do you want? I know. <laughs> this is what I, I brought I this up to our mom because I the amount of CO two emissions that she's just like pumping through the fucking air is bonkers, but. Marion was like, what else is she supposed I, to do? I'm no, like, I'm team. What the fuck else is she supposed to do? And also <laughs> climate people have come out and said the imprint she's making is not nearly as large. There are much bigger issues at hand that are making larger imprints on like global warming than her flying from Tokyo to Las Vegas. I don't think like but she's also flying from like Milwaukee to Kansas City. But what is, is she like... supposed to do? Like get on get a, train, in a like fucking her? car. Is she, is she supposed to get on the Acela? But like, only a, but only to... but only an electric car, guys. Only an electric car. No, I just no, I think it's hilarious like how often she's on that fucking PJ and just like with her 15 minute flights. I'm like She's a girl on the go. Listen, okay, hold on. Let's just let's just say it right now. All of us are like, hey, we should be careful about the environment. But I'm an environmentalist, except for Amazon Prime, because if I can Amazon Prime something within a second, which is so maybe she's here tonight. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. Also, it's so funny because, like, now Fox News keeps commenting about all of, it. like, the CO2 stuff for uh, Taylor Swift's debt. And I'm like, oh, now you So you agree. Now they care. Climate change oh. is real. So you agree. <laughs> yeah, so you agree. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No longer your white queen. All right. Well, um, guys, can you tell us about what's going on with Nicki Minaj? Yes, and I got it. Megan? Yes, happily. Okay. So <laughs> okay. Megan released. Wait, Tom. What? <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to talk Megan and all do Nicki? Not as sure. Them. If, I'm just if saying... you want to carry that burden, I'm happy. Oh to my god, yeah, I will. Right. I will carry that burden because as a um, former Barb, I think oh. it's my duty to educate. So okay, duty to educate. I want to know the what? back. <laughs> yeah, over oh, here. You're gonna learn right now why. So okay. why all of everybody's a former Barb, unless you're still a Barb, which in which case you're a crazy person for still being a Barb. So I think it it really all begins with um, no. Miss Onika herself because. Wait, no, we gotta start with his though. That's what started I actually it all. think it goes much because okay, his start came, with his. Start with like his. His we'll is well, what is his. His is what triggered her to then become. Like to dive to just like have a full mental breakdown. Yes. Okay. So, Megan Thee Stallion is coming out with uh, an album soon. Um, and <laughs> we already, we already have a question. Her. We got a I question. Just, this is uh, and this is because I'm an old person. Is it Megan the Stallion or is it Megan the Stallion? I, I never know. The it's, it's the is the okay. The, All right. Yeah, Very okay. good. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> hot girl Meg. Uh, she. <laughs> Also, I just want to get this, especially for those that are are new to this. I want to clarify because the context clues are important here. She's titled Megan the Stallion because she is a literal six foot tall Amazonian rapper goddess woman. And people people don't realize that she's like tall, which this will come into play later because it has to do with the disses on her are, are really crazy. But like she's like a proud I'm six foot tall queen which is why she's the stallion um so megan has a song called hiss which is a diss track about the whole rap industry mm-hmm. because ever what? since tori lanes shot her in the foot which i don't know if you're aware of that she got shot yeah. um essentially all so much of the rap industry is especially male rappers um have come up on tori lanes's defense or claiming that megan fabricated the story that like they like it was an accident or that it didn't even happen at all and Tory Lanez was convicted and is in prison for shooting her in the foot Mm -hmm. and so 
so many people have so much to say about her essentially because I think they think that her come up was in her come up was a result of her being like a victim and that triggers people who are anti-victim, you know, that like, <laughs> and no, I'm like, serious. Like, people are yeah. anti-women and anti-women speaking up for themselves. And so hearing a woman, <laughs> seeing a woman succeed after she got shot, I guess was upsetting. That's too much. That's a line too far. <laughs> the and thought so, of someone being like, the platform I run on is anti-victim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they are out there. Yeah. So, so a lot of people don't, a lot of, rappers don't like her because of that i don't think that the community at large is very like team megan always because like she went through some awful shit also her this will also come into play her mother passed away very uh i think during covid or or maybe it was before the i i I don't know when that happened but her mother passed away she got shot in the foot shot in the foot a lot's going on right let's all be team Meg, of course. Of course. So she released a song called Hiss and the beginning of the song, she says, and quote, I just want to kick this shit off by saying, fuck y'all. I ain't going to clear my name on a motherfucking thing. Every time I get mentioned, one of y'all bitch ass get 24 hours of attention. I'm going to get this shit off my chest and lay it to rest. So that's how she starts it because she's like, no matter what I do, you have to mm-hmm. say something. So I'm just going to clear it. So we're done. And I don't want to acknowledge anything ever again. So she has this a great whole, mission statement. It honestly is. And yeah. she has this whole diss track called Hiss. It is amazing. Please go watch the video. The video is unbelievable. And she essentially, and no one rap, in my opinion, no one, no one raps better than her the, in this day and age. Like she just, her wordplay is great and she can freestyle and just drag people. And her, for and her breath control is incredible. It is incredible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the line in this that sent Miss Onika into a tailspin goes as follows. These hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. Now what if for those that don't know what that's saying is they're mad that um, you can't have sex with underaged um, people, which is Megan's law. And so now I've listened to a couple different podcasts and things trying to like wrap my head around who that is directed at. And everyone was kind of like, that's just directed at like the community at large because Mm -hmm. a lot of um, people in the industry, in the music industry, um, participate in this and defend people. Allegedly P. Diddy. Yeah, R. Kelly. R. Kelly, P. Diddy. I mean, some people have thoughts about Jay-Z, but you know. Yeah, and Drake. And um, I was listening to The Read, which everyone should go listen to The Read, especially Black History Month. The Read is like number one black pop culture podcast. They're the best. And they were talking about how they were like, that line feels like more of a drag on Drake than it does on anyone else because Drake has had, he had those allegations about being with, what's her face? Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Bobby Brown. Brown. Mm -hmm. So Wait, 11? 11, yes. Yes. What? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. They yeah, were like besties and, and, he, and texting and each to, other and weird stuff. Yeah, Disgusting. and he used to do the same thing with Billie Eilish. Yeah, oh my and God. so Nikki and I'll this is I'll transition over to you in one Thank second. You. Kicks. Nikki <laughs> took this to heart because Nikki yeah, is a proud do that? is a proud wife of a convicted uh, sexual felon um, who uh, was has raped women under the age and. Her Nikki and her husband have tried to pay women to stay silent and not speak on the rape allegations. Also, Nikki's brother is a convicted um, 
rapist for the same uh, situation, underage women. So Nikki takes this line of, about Megan's law as if she's coming for her. Now, and kicks, take it away. She kind of is. Um, so <clears throat> where to begin? I brought up the lyrics to uh, Nikki's <laughs> diss track, but she, which she released fall a couple days fall. Oops, sorry. Uh, sorry. This ad, hold on. <laughs> Wait, can you just turn, just the, turn, audio just turn down? the volume down? Yeah. I'm trying, yeah. <laughs> it won't go away. Okay. So, so Nicki Minaj takes to Instagram Live, which she tends to do quite often. Um, if you are aware, some of the craziest things she said on Instagram Live. Um, essentially just dragging the fuck out of Megan the Stallion. And so then she's like, Saying, like, I'm going to come out with a diss track, which I, I also appreciate that, like, this is ha- like the girls are fighting in diss tracks. And it's not so fun. It's fun. No, it's fun. It's, 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 it's like late 90s, early 2000s hip hop. Totally. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you ever and, need to hear a really solid diss track between women, too, go listen to Sheether, which is Remy Ma's diss track on Nicki Minaj. She essentially uh, drags her for filth in a way that's so much deeper than what Megan says about her. Mm-hmm. She literally is like, go, f- your brother fucks kids. Like, she literally uh, like, says uh, shit like that, like, in her rap. So go listen to Sheether. It's it's amazing. So, yeah. So, Nikki has had, like, ample, ample reasons to be um, canceled or called out and has never taken quite literally ownership of anything. Um, as a former Barb, it's more of like a fun, she's fun because she's crazy kind of thing. She also it hates women for sure. Um, she... <laughs> Nor fa- no, your face is the law. Like, oh, okay. So her, famously her and Cardi have had beef in the past. Physi- physical beef too. They hate. Physical shoes thrown. Um, so Love it's not that. surprising that she's coming for Megan this hard. I will also say that Nicki Minaj herself has written pretty impeccable diss track on her flop album that came out the last one that came out um it is very it it's just about she calls out like all of the men in the industry industry. barbie dreams it's really good until it sucks at the end she but anyways um and so her biggest thing i think she feels threatened by meg the stallion because meg the stallion is a lot like her musically in the fact that they can both like freestyle they're both like in their body i don't know so that's kind of setting the scene so she releases this song like less than 24 hours after hiss comes out and it's called bigfoot (laughs) once again referencing the fact that Nicki minaj is like four nine and megan the stallion is six one right (laughs) um and it's also talks a lot about describe the album cover for those that don't know it is i will say in Nicki's defense a little bit it is a little it's a cute album like cover it has her heel in like a foot and there's like some crime scene tape (laughs) and then the ground is like broken because someone stepped on it quite large (laughs) So her creative team, I do. I appreciate her creative team for that. Her creative I team is her. The... I don't think anyone, her <laughs> team way, is small. Also, I feel like I guess what she's trying, I don't know what she's trying to say, but it, what it shows is that like Megan the Stallion is ruffling her feathers and causing chaos in her life because of Jeez. how much of a presence she is. So it's almost like 
you're accepting the fact that you're so fucking bothered by this like amazing woman who exists in the world. So it's just, and this is the worst, <laughs> one of her worst songs I've ever heard next to. No, um, it is awful next to Grand um, Piano. Grand Piano and yeah. um, Ganja Burn. Gon- I, yeah, Ganja Burn. <laughs> question. No, just, just one question. Bigfoot, I'm assuming, is also referencing the shooting of the foot, it is. right? Yeah, it's the shooting of the foot. It's also a huge monster, and it's also the f- actual size of her foot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a lot of horrible things that are said in this. Um, this really like low blow shit. And to Megan's point, like Megan's diss track is about everyone. Once again, and Nicki Minaj has said some horrible things on a diss track, but it's just about men. So I guess that we can move on from that. But um what's one of the lines you need to that, just do okay. the bigfoot line like the that like line the is f- so funny yes okay so bigfoot but you still a small fry swearing on your dead mother when you lie so oh. she starts coming um <laughs> for her size and then also starts coming for her mother who passed away yeah um and then for a freebie you could hit megan raw if you a ghostwriter party in megan's jaw so she's saying that megan is actually not writing mm-hmm. everything herself and she, and she pays people big, to write for her by giving them blowjobs yes. yeah got it thanks thank you <laughs> big bitch she like six foot i call her big foot the bitch fell off i said get up on your good foot that i, I okay i have to say that line does make me laugh <laughs> can, you, can you repeat that those sure. bars for sure. <laughs> bad bitch she likes six foot in parentheses oh I call her Bigfoot. Brr. The bitch fell off. I said, get up on your good foot. <laughs> okay. The thing is, you, you say Nikki and Megan are in the same tier of like rap level. Her her bars no, her don't. Her bars are, are not bars. They don't. She does that thing where she rhymes the same word with the same word. Yeah, same yeah, word. Yeah, A yeah, race yeah, with yeah, China yeah. and China the something the with China, China, China and the something yeah. with China Big and the vagina, something with China yeah. and the something with China. <laughs> I, I do like that. But she just okay. changes anyway, her voice. But like, really, China. I'm su- okay, this is the last one that I'll do. But really, I'm a sweetie pie, P-R-T-T-Y, but I'm P-E-T-T-Y. Her husband Ooh. is, last name is Petty, so um, she's also Which I'm Miss convinced Petty. is the only reason she married him is because his last name is Petty, so she can be Miss Petty. Yeah, <laughs> and then she goes on to talk about how Megan, like, fucked her best friend's man. Um, who hasn't, you know? Who, fuck you, get shot with no scar. So allegedly she doesn't have a scar on her foot, which is not true. Also, she's rich, so she can do a lot of things to get that away. And then the she end. talks about the baby, who's also like a famous homophobe. Um, but the end so, part where she's talking, where she threatens her at the end. You should. Oh, oh yeah. Why yeah. does she do that? Well, it's quite long. Okay. <laughs> where do you at the very end, she going? stops rapping. And she's oh, like, when she's talking, hey. she says, Okay, but I'm very serious, ho, the things you've lied about, even pertaining to your mom. You don't want them out, okay? Now, since you think it's funny to speak about people's family, we'll all join in. We'll play the reindeer games soon as your new nose heals. And soon your well will leave that for the second installment. But that last part, she goes, hey, so you don't want To my your supporters, family. I love you. May God bless you. And she's, but she's like whispering yeah. Anyways, it's, it's not good. And now the barbs who are still barbing are de um are vandalizing Megan's mom's grave. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. 
and also yeah, they're it's, like doxing people on yeah. like TikTok who like are making fun of the song and like and I think just, I yeah. think the bar I think Nikki has fully entered Trump territory of like mm-hmm. the way she can incite violence by just like saying one word like she's created a fan base that of internet trolls it's this, it's literally the same thing as Trump to me and she's dangerous and I think that she needs to go away for a while because I I, I really think like she's about to go on tour and the tour itself I'm like what's going to happen at this tour? If like she mentions like she's going to live on a mic, that lady is going to say stuff and she says whatever she wants. And people yeah. are going to be, it's like a Trump rally. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. just, and I don't mean, to, I don't, I, don't, I have tickets to, yeah, Kate does have tickets to it. <laughs> I, 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 I want to take that back. I don't mean to say that. I don't mean like black women are dangerous when I say that word. I just mean like she incites, she is inciting dangerous behavior in her fan base, which she should do. She should know better that than that as an adult woman. Yeah. Also like now she's like teaming up with fucking Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro was like talking shit about Megan <laughs> Desalian and then she's like retweeting his shit. And like now they're buddies, Ben fucking Shapiro. Yeah. Like, who hates black here. people, especially probably black women. Famously. 1,000% hates black women. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't know what a WAP is. It's ridiculous. Thinks it's a disease. Well, so, he's never achieved something. He's never achieved <laughs> WAP. <laughs> uh, well, peace so and that's, blessings Yeah, that's in barbs. long. That's what's going on. Yeah, real. I have a question. Um, so uh, you were an ex, uh, what, I'm sorry, are they called Barb? Barb, yeah, because she's um bar like Barbie. Yeah, Barbie. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so my question is, when you were, I guess, a full-on Barb, Thank what you. was the what was the appeal of that? Is it just like she's? I mean, I'm sure she's an entertaining person, and you like, you know, she's like funny and and all those things. But what was like the, you know, why Nikki for you? Yeah, why kicks? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's such a serious question. Thank you for asking. I'm happy to speak on that. Um, I think that. Thank you. I'll, I'll take my answer offline. Thank you. Yeah, um, we'll circle back on that next week. No, no, no. I I have loved. I previously loved Nicki Minaj like for a very long time. Like I also I just genuinely like her old music a lot. Mm-hmm. And like until the last couple albums, like she hasn't. The music is not good, but like she was like the first like rapper that i was like oh my god this is so fun mm-hmm. and yeah, she's I... like arguably talented so yeah, totally. that's why i really liked her i was never like a diehard like twitter troll barb like some of these girls are but i do like her music a lot i my best friend michael and i went to her concert when we were in high school and then have tickets to her next concert are you gonna well. go i don't know actually <laughs> you're gonna I, would I think sell I'm those tickets. See... What? I would sell the ticket. I mean, yeah, we could sell for them for a lot. A healthy is... profit. Yeah, yeah, for a healthy profit. But yeah, no, I genuinely do like her music. I also think the camp of it all is like pretty funny to me, mm-hmm. just from being yeah. on the outside of it. Again, I'm not like a Twitter troll, X troll, all of that. Yeah, and also it, I think yeah. Sorry. No, no, my because my my interaction or my consumption of Nicki Minaj is very limited. But what I do remember is, I guess it was Monster, right, on oh. the Kanye album, mm-hmm. and she is clearly the best part of that song. Yeah, yeah she's on that part. song with like the heaviest hitters of the time, right? Yeah, so, as she mentions, yeah, yeah. Best, uh, <laughs> no album out. Yeah, feature with no yeah. album out. Yeah, yeah, fifty k, fifty k for a verse. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, but it feels like. It was very quick that she went from like being an artist 
to just being like this huge celebrity, right? Who is like inspiring all of these followers and things like that. So I don't know. I think I know. where she gets like, I think where her downfall is, is just that she is inherently misogynistic. Yeah. In, so like in, when Cardi, she never felt challenged. I'm speaking for her, but she never, it seemed that she never felt challenged in the industry until Cardi B came up very fast and very successfully and then the second that happened she was angry and hated her guts so mm -hmm. like there there is a level of like jealousy and misogynistic mm -hmm. tendencies with her because she wants to be the only female rapper in the game but she claims so, that she wants and to she nurture claims female that she talent. is the yeah. only female rapper no, but in the she... game. We're, but she claims that she wants to help women rap. Like she, like that's what's so confusing about her is she claims that she's like, I want the landscape to be crowded with female rappers. But now but that is the case. The best. Yeah, mm -hmm. she wants to be the best. But she also, but that's not. She had a huge feud with Lil Kim. Yeah, no, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. I mean, Lil Kim did it first, but and she, like had a huge feud with her because of that. And I think because once again, Nikki is feeling challenged, felt challenged that there was someone who was better than her. I mean, little Kim, little Kim does the kind of same stuff, but she's an icon. So it's a little bit different yeah. in my opinion, but yeah. And I Fair think that there, there was something like really fun at this time when Nicki Minaj came out of like, it was like Drake and little Wayne and like Kanye and Jay-Z. Like there was a lot mm -hmm. of like intense male hip hop energy. And it was really fun when Nicki Minaj came she's, out. And like, like to her core, she was being like silly. Like, and yeah, I mean, that's yeah. exactly like all of her like silly ass, fucking voice changes like it was so much fun and then yeah i think it just becomes it's like it's just it's a shame when that shit like this happens because like i feel the same way about like kanye fucking west it's like mm -hmm. i listen to his old shit and it just makes me so fucking sad because he's a very talented but deeply unwell person and mm -hmm. so is nikki nikki minaj is also going down that same route and it's like you see this shit happen with people that were really popular and really fun and then suddenly there's like this shift that happens where you're like why are you becoming like the worst version of the things that you used to make fun of mm -hmm. and like you see that with comedians you see that with like dave chappelle like you just and it just it's heartbreaking because you're like why did this happen well was I this think, you this whole time i think a couple well first the thing that's different about kanye and nikki to me is that kanye had a very public clear shift post his mom dying yes. so suddenly yeah. and so like i think you can direct be like okay some he's unwell because trauma happened and I, I it's not being dealt with with yeah. Nikki. It feels like this bizarre slow burn into where mm -hmm. she is now. I don't really know that there was like an incident, but then also something that is a common thread with all of this, which is also, I think a common thread with Trump supporters and people who are, can be uh, internet trolls is I think being chronically online is, is yeah. deeply unhealthy mm -hmm. and, literally turns you into a monster because we're not supposed to know a callback. We're, we're not supposed <laughs> to know what everyone thinks about us because yes. it's not worth your energy. Like you, we mind also your own are business fed, and it's yeah, just and not we're worth also it. fed what we want to be fed, which is so brilliant about the internet. So when people like Nicki Minaj are logging on, they're seen, she's seen and feeling so validated because 45 million of her fans yeah. are on her Instagram live being like, yes, queen, like fuck Megan, like all. So she, it's just like, it's, it's giving 
and you bring up the Trump stuff because it's a similar thing of like people who are think like that see someone so famous who's also a thinking like that and they're like dope like now I have someone that I can like follow endlessly I mean her bar the barbs are like famously horribly toxic so that's I've always said I was barb adjacent like <laughs> I'm just like Ooh, in the background but um I, no, I think it, yeah it's yeah. the chronically online but it's also the genius about all of these social media apps is that they know what we want to see which is where Raheel wins because he's not on any social media. No Honestly, social media. smart. Your brain is better for it. Only LinkedIn. I, I don't know about that. It's filled <laughs> with other nonsense. Um, but I think another part of this is just like how, and I've thought of, uh, I've thought this about Kanye a lot, which is just how weird fame is, right? Especially yeah. for if you are an aware person, like Kanye West was a very aware person, and I think. He was a producer for a really long time. So he was like, he knew of what fame looked like for like big rappers and stuff like, like that. Right. I think about, uh, there's a song on, I think uh, on the first album called um, Never Let Me Down, which is like him and Jay-Z and I forget who the third person is. Um, and I think about that person, like that Kanye rapping, talking about his grandfather and talking about like his mother and how he sat in those like, you know, protests and stuff like that. And I think about the person who he is now, um, yeah. you know, who, who's been famous now for 20 years and who's just kind of been in the center of all that. And it's an unnatural thing. You're not mm -hmm. supposed to be that famous, like, you know, especially with like the Internet and stuff like that, that kind of like constant 100% nonstop validation is not good for anybody. Mm -mm, yeah. um, so that's why, like, you know, when you look at somebody like Taylor Swift or something like that, you're like, okay, a lot of this stuff is nuts. A lot of this fandom is nuts. And then you look at her actions and stuff like that. You're like, I don't know how a person is supposed to manage all of this stuff. I that's don't know. True. I don't know. I don't know what's right or what's wrong. And I think it's very easy to just kind of, you know, you can get sucked up by it. I'm sure it's very, very like, intoxicating yeah totally um <clears throat> yeah we do have to talk about traders and we've been talking about this for the filter stuff for a long for 50 minutes i'm, looking at, my, five, I'm looking at my board it says five, okay zero. great real quick um justin timberlake sucks uh i think we can all agree on that right i don't think can there's much say? to say about that he just said that he was performing crimea river and was like i don't i want to apologize I to fucking nobody because he's yeah. such a fucking dickhead Disgusting. at least apologize just... to your wife for cheating on her <laughs> or like Janet fucking Jackson for ripping her top off. Like, yes, he said, I want to take a moment to give a public apology to absolutely fucking no one. It's like, okay. You also could have just said nothing. It's so yeah. much easier to just apologize and move on than it is to live your Even life you don't being a it. villain. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you didn't mean it, just say it. Also, like, I think we've kind of reached the end of Justin's talent. Right. Like, I think we've <laughs> yes. it was very good. Ex excellent run, you know, boy band. Talk about cultural appropriation of his finest. I mean, so. hello. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he had a great run in the 2000s. That's those two albums. Sure. You know, 2020 all those was pretty good. Th Future that's the Sex end. Love I think Sounds the... is an amazing album. Oh, I it's amazing. I think the three albums, yeah. the Crimey River album, Future Sex Love Sounds and the 2020 Experience, those three are, I think, great albums. I You don't mm -hmm. like the Jay-Z album at all? No, 2020, the suit and tie, it, it lost me there. But I was already annoyed was with him from like though. the social network and like him trying to be an actor and stuff like that. Right? Yeah. He was good in uh, it. I don't know. 
I don't know. About Anyways, that case. <laughs> but I I saw a clip of him on like uh, Jimmy Fallon this week, and it annoyed. Like I don't. Again, I'm an old person. Well, I hate Jimmy Fallon. So yeah. So I, I, I'm an old person, so I don't know how appropriate. You know the W version of the N word. I don't know if we can say that or not. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah. We can't worth it. Kix is gonna text us later and take this. I'm assuming, part I'm assuming you're not you don't mean cracker. <laughs> yeah. But like but yeah, he's a he he has that energy of like No, he has the okay. W Yeah. He yeah. rhymes with the other yeah. bad word energy. Yeah. It, it's very poly shore. It is very much yeah. like late nineties white yeah. boys who like liked her. it's it's who he was when he was coming up. Like that's what he yeah. is. And for he's for that way. For 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 um okay, well do we wanna dive into the traders? Let's do it. Okay, guys. can I pee real quick? Oh yes, pee <laughs> break. And you know what? It's, it's a good minutes. point for us to put in a commercial. Uh, and we're gonna take a break for uh, an ad. Please subscribe to both dumpster dive and the reality is but dumpster dive doesn't have ads so pop over there if you don't want to hear this ad <laughs> also, also social media is the worst except for right now when we tell you to follow people exactly so to start our traders um recap off i would can i just kind of like recite something to everyone here yes please. i would love it please <clears throat> i am very extra baby i do too much because you do too little but tonight you're doing way too much because you know you're going to get banished. So you're trying to put the heat on me, which is a crop of BS. You're a big brother winner, not once, but twice. And either way, you have knowledge of this game. So if there was really a mastermind, it sure wouldn't be a dolled up housewife, baby. That would not be it. Let's not forget Burgalicious voted for you last night. And who got to murder one Burgalicious? Why? Because Dan thought he was able to be murdered. Is that not correct? <laughs> Bravo. Bigfoot well by done. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, would we all agree that this was maybe the best Traders episode to date? I, I think it, agree. it argues on mm-hmm. like some of the best reality TV that I've ever seen. Yeah. I, because I, we, never ahead, in my life did I think Phaedra Parks and Dan would have to go head to head in any sort of capacity, let alone on a television show with this cast of all stars. So setting the scene felt really impossible. And then when we got here, it was so unexpected because I think the last, like last traders, there was kind of some rumblings in the the core group of traders that they were going to vote out Cody, like with the house. So the fact that this came out of nowhere and Phaedra pulled all of that. She she is a lyricist. I mean, the, she so is. she, is. <laughs> she yeah. was ready, even though she didn't know she needed to be ready. Yeah, I, yeah, I the Dan versus Phaedra thing. Once again, I agree with you. Not in my docket of things that I ever thought would happen in my lifetime because I've been a Dan Geesling fan for so long. <sighs> and oh yeah, no, for so oh my god, I've been a Dan Geesling fan for like. 15 years like I'm obsessed I used to be obsessed with him because he played Big Brother so so masterfully like it was just insane to watch Um, but this game it just didn't translate for him the same way because you can't lay as low unless your name is Sheree in this game (laughs) unless you're yeah yeah (laughs) 
because um, everybody knows she's not a traitor so she can literally just sit there and be quiet she's the best okay i was gonna ask you guys the history on dan because we hate dan because this is our first meeting of dan yeah. i hate the way he talks like this during confessionals it. but that's how big brother people talk yeah it's big brother when they're in a confessional they're like hey it's me i'm like they scream <laughs> yeah because their confessionals they film like in the house and it's often like after a challenge. So they're having to like tell, narrate the story like 15 minutes after it just happened. Mm. Versus like the housewives can like sit and have yeah. a moment, two yeah. months, if you will, before they yeah. have to do that. It's, yeah, but we hate Dan. Dan is so awful. So this was a really fun episode. I understand because... why you hate him, but he, yeah. if you, if you want to learn more about Dan, I, I think I said this the last time, or I said this on some other podcast, I can't remember, but Google Dan's funeral. Um, it is a, no, I'm serious. Mm -hmm. Dan's funeral, big brother. So big brother season, I believe 14, it was his second season he was on. Um, it is 14 kicks, I think, isn't it? I think 14 is, um, the super fan guy. No, it's that season. It's the super fan guy's season that Dan doesn't win the season, but Mm. he is put up on the block and he plays the best from the bottom. Which is why I thought after last week's Traders episode, I was like, I actually think he could finagle himself out of the situation because yeah, I think what he, he did, did such a good job with Janelle's yeah, situation. And but he does a really good job of playing when he has no cards in his hand. Like he has a he's uh, good at getting out of shitty situations because he can like tell a story. And so Dan's funeral, what he does is he essentially it gets in front of the house. He he's put up on the block. There's no. There's the veto is over, so there's no way he can get off of the block, and he's mm-hmm. put up next to some someone who, um, like was not a threat to anyone at the time, and he gets up and says, "This is my funeral. I'm just saying bye to everyone." And he gets like emotional and he has this whole thing, and then he's like, "And I also just want to tell you that," and it just starts rattling off like how, who's who's working with who, who <gasps> fucked over who, and they're all lies. He made them up. And so this one girl is like sobbing. She's like, oh, no. Why are you lying about me? Like, she's like, I didn't do that. And he's like, well, everyone will find out when they watch. And like, like, does this insane thing. And he gets out of it. He doesn't go home. And he ends up going to final two in the game. He is really good at that game. I think with this game, though, it just he's not as much of a personality too. like this is about kind of celebrities right yeah and he's he doesn't have the celebrity persona he's like a game player so yeah. mm-hmm. janelle though has janelle is a game player she but she also has that it factor like celebrity <laughs> persona yeah 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 we just uh i just hate him because they think that he's like kind of a dud he has got like a and also his entitlement of as soon as he came into the game of being like I'm the one that's going to definitely win this. And initially when he was like, Phaedra's just a housewife, I was like, fuck off. How well, dare he you? had no idea what no, was he, coming. He, I, no, yeah. That's where he fucked up. He should have studied. I mean, he, I guess they didn't know who was in the cast beforehand, but mm-hmm. he should have, he should not have underestimated the housewives. Also, Phaedra is a lawyer. So yes, yes. which and is not being director. talked about and enough and a funeral director. For me, you know, I've hated Dan for a while. Um, And (laughs) when this thing started, like when he, you know, he was like talking about his big plan and people won't see it coming. The back of my head, I was like, this motherfucker better not go for Phaedra. Like, 
to me, the logical thing is to go for Parvati. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. she's also on the board. So I was like, why would he possibly do this unless he thinks that he can pull off something incredible? And then when he went into his thing, I was just like, what the? Like, this is what you're going with? I had the same reaction that Kate had, which she was just like, no, no. Like, this doesn't make any sense to me logically. And Not my also, Burgalicious was problematic to you? Yeah, exactly. Like, when he's talking about, like, the breakfast reactions, I don't know. Uh, it's probably not, but I, it I thought felt, it was smart. I don't know, a I'm... little bit racist to me. I mean, I, I was like... I see that. Like, you're, yes, you know? yes. Yeah, I, definitely. I, I definitely see that. But I do think... I actually think this was a smart move because he's trying to pre- protect Parvati's game. And... Because in the end, yeah. his end goal is not to get... If he was to survive, he was like, I don't want to get Parvati out because, like, Parvati is someone who I, I can, like, cling to for the remainder of this game. Phaedra, I can't cling to her because she'll win. Like, yeah. he's playing yeah, the he- Big Brother game and the Survivor game where you want to bring... That's the one thing about this game that's a little confusing and that they're not all thinking about is about who they want to play with till the end because the end of the game is a little weird. They have mm-hmm. to, like sit around a fire and essentially like they, the they might thing. change it this time maybe though. we don't know yeah. but but i think that like you you don't want to go to the end with someone like phaedra because phaedra is literally on no one's radar yeah so what's going to happen is when phaedra's standing there around the fire with likely burgalicious and sheree <laughs> i'm not kidding like <laughs> i think that's going to be it and they're going to say no we don't think any traders are here we'll split the money, the three of us. And then, it, because why would you think that Phaedra's a traitor? And then it's going to be, well, she's a traitor. She's going to take all the money and she wins. So she's, Dan is thinking about that. It's like, he can't mm-hmm. take her there because everyone is going to be like, Dan's a traitor and Phaedra isn't. So let's get Dan out. You know, I, I think yeah. he, it's also protects, if poverty is there, then it protects him one more time because like she's also a very big target for the house like everybody also thinks that she's a traitor so him getting a non like someone like phaedra out who people don't think then he has another like it gives him also a buffer yeah i just didn't like i hear what my my brother thing which is like like, there was this thing about him being like oh she's just so extra and it's like the extra thing is coded it's weird yeah, yeah, it feels uh, it feels like a microaggression to me. For like, sure. I don't really love that. And I just he's a I Catholic love... school teacher in like Indiana. He has microaggression. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I think <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that is his job. He is. That's his job. Back on Big Brother, he worked at a Catholic school. I don't know what he does now, but oh, he's probably um, yeah. like a micro influencer now. A micro, a microaggressor, <laughs> microaggressing <laughs> influencer. Yeah, that's when Phaedra goes in with a kill shot. I'm very extra, baby. I do too much because you do too little. That is a gene. The fact, like, I don't have words. It can't. It in my brain on like her that. Tongue. I know she's oh, fucking God. genius. She's so. She should good. have ended it's the like whole thing hot. with check that. Like she yeah, did literally. On <laughs> and then the, the, I, this room would have clapped, hopefully. So. <laughs> I think, but you could tell they were all like, ooh, like I would have loved to be in the room while that was happening. They oh, looked it's, like I'm they sure were it's so electric. thrilled because everybody's just really, really happy that, like, you know, you're not going to come from Phaedra for Phaedra fucking parks. Like she's going to. She's going to eat you alive. Totally. And she says something at the end. She's like, you're going to learn today or something. Or you're like, mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, God, you're so good, Phaedra. Wait, what do you guys think about Sandra? <laughs> I love her. Sandra her versus Janelle is another matchup that 
I wouldn't have put together, but boy, am my I happy mouth to is, see My it. mouth is dry. <laughs> my mouth is dry. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. You're a traitor. You're the biggest You're fucking, fucking traitor. traitor. <laughs> You're a tra- like, yeah, drink my mouth water. is dry. <laughs> the way she says my mouth is dry kills me. Uh, so something to know about Sandra for the two, because you guys don't watch Survivor. Right you, now, right? Yeah, you guys yeah. are CBS girlies. We're not. So Sandra, Sandra is someone else that they need to be very, I don't think people are, people are not worrying about her like they should. She, okay, Sandra, so wait, 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 wait. So she's the game that Dan is trying to play, yes. but it works for Sandra because she's, she's a not a traitor. Yeah. But it doesn't didn't work for Dan because he was a traitor. Sandra, mm-hmm. the way so I I've said this before on here, but so if you've listened to one of these recaps before, skip ahead. Sandra <laughs> um has never won any like individual immunity challenge. So that so those are in Survivor every week there's a challenge and then there's a winner. She's played the game five times. She's made it to the end essentially every time. And she's never she, and she's won twice. Never won a challenge. Like that's oh. how bad she is in the physical department. Yeah. <laughs> I love her. And so but the way she wins is she plays the best from the bottom, like Dan does, where she just like manipulates people very quietly and subtly. And by the end, you're like, wait, how is she here? And then she wins. <laughs> And you saw it come out in her versus Janelle. Like she's she's ready to go to battle. Like don't fuck with her. First of all, her mouth is dry. <laughs> My also, mouth braces, is dry. Braces make your mouth really dry. So yeah. that's that's about right. Um, Honestly, I'm happy to get adult braces back on TV because it's also <laughs> on the season of RuPaul's Drag Race. It is. I feel that. I, if it's needed, then go for it. So I'm glad that there's some sort of like, um, <laughs> yeah, people out there. Yeah, really, we need to bring more awareness to adult braces. There's a lot going <laughs> on in the world. But that's I'm sure one, it's I tough. Think, yeah, there is so to... much other shit going on okay, in the world. San- so let's focus on that. Sandra has won two million dollars on television, and she's <laughs> just a million dollars is what you win on Survivor. She's won Survivor twice, so she she has won two million dollars, and she decided in our the. The Lord's year of 2024 to get braces. <laughs> I love her for she that. She won I love her 15 for years ago. <laughs> and I love that she's like, it's so funny that you're like, she's so bad at games because, yeah, she says it last episode. She's like, I wish that there were shields for people like me and Phaedra who don't like to run. Yes. Yeah. Like, she's <laughs> genius. But, and no one there, this is a great environment for her because no one there watches Survivor except yeah. the Survivor players. And mm-hmm. I think she's the only. Well, par, par, sorry, Parvati's there. Parvati knows her game. And so Parvati is is a threat to Sandra. But the rest of them don't know shit about how she plays this game. So they're just going to be like, "You, I don't know how you've won so many times. And if Parvati says anything, they're going to be like, well, you're deflecting because like you're, you look like a traitor. So yeah, I think she's, I think she's going to go really far because it's also, she is an easy like way to like point and be like, that's obviously a traitor because yeah. she's exactly like Dan, just not a traitor. So yeah. I don't think San- she'll get. I don't think she'll get killed. Good. Yeah. San- Sandra and Parvati have some sort of history, right? They yes. mentioned that on the first episode. Yeah, because it's like who is the queen of Survivor is always between the two of them because oh. um, mm-hmm. Sandra is very good at the game and Parvati is very good at the game, but they're very different players. Um. 
and what happened that's was why they have beef allegedly. Also, you mm-hmm. you kicks you say poverty poverty like you like do. you have no. Money. I really try not to. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm actively trying not to say poverty. You said you you said it every time. Par 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 poverty. No no. You said it again. Parvati. Parvati. Yes, there we go. Parvati. Poverty. That was right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying so hard drama, not to say poverty. The drama between Sandra and Parvati is so. Parvati has won once, and then a lot of people argue she should have won a second time. Um, in Heroes versus Villains, Sandra won over her. Mm-hmm. So they were in like the final two or three together in that in that realm. So Sandra beat her, but then they did a winner's season of Survivor, and um, so the, uh, on on Twitter there was a whole conversation about who is the queen, and Sandra's Sandra's saying that she always says. <laughs> Is, is is queen stays queen? <laughs> she says straightforward. Would you say straightforward? Yeah, she says. I'm actually shocked she hasn't said it on this show. She's always like queen stays queen. <laughs> yeah, and so there was an argument online that was that was created by fans of the show, being like Parv is the real queen of Survivor because she actually wins shit and plays the game a little harder than and she Sandra. plays dirty too. Yeah, she yeah. plays really dirty. And but Sandra. It's like, well, I've won twice, so how can you be the queen of this? Yeah, yeah. And the third person in the mix that is uh, the other queen of Survivor is Sari, who won Survivor, won what? Traders who last. Who won Traders, Traders last. Well, spoiler alert, Raheel, you were going to watch these. Oh, oh, sorry. No. No. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. It's a, I mean, it's a year old. So. It's Yeah, it's honestly, you're late. Don't watch it now. Um, I want to, oh, sorry, go ahead. Can we talk real quick about um, this budding romance between CT and Phaedra? I actually... I can kind of see it. Um, yeah, and I would totally go for that. CT is so fucking juicy. juicy. It makes me actually mad because I what I said on Tom and I talked about it on our podcast a couple weeks ago. He reminds me that I like men. Yes, <laughs> a lot actually, and so I get kind of I feel kind of jealous of um, like the girls being able to flirt with him. Because you know he's such a good time, like he's oh, such a he good lays flirt. Lays it down in the bedroom. Yeah. Oh my god! And no, forget the bedroom. Like just being able to talk to CT, I would just like melt because you he's know he's so. Just, mm-hmm. He's probably like gives you a lot of attention, but not in a way that like is overtly like like making you feel like a piece of me. He kind of presents himself like he's the piece of me, mm-hmm. and then you're like, but I'm the piece. Of-. It's just he's yes. Yeah, the problem with CT is that. CT is exactly the kind of toxic man that like mm-hmm. I should not as like a feminist woman like not mm-hmm. like but then he is exactly the kind of person that I'm like I want to be objectified by him I'm sorry I yeah, do me too. <laughs> his fashion is so bad and I I every I every time I look over it so much and when men and Raheel I need you to just hear this take this on and I, I don't know you well enough to know if you do things like this so if you do, this is a warning, okay? And if, if you don't, just remember that I said this. Thank you. Straight men should never wear skin-tight hoodies. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a weird look. Because, like, a hoodie is meant to be roomy. Is yours hoodie skin-tight? Right? That no, looks good. No, no, no. Good. No, that looks good. Like, you're not busting out of that hoodie. CT no. looks like if he points his arm in one direction, like, it's going to rip it's gonna rip a hole in the side of his sweatshirt. It's so, it's painted on. Like, in the in the way that gays are clinging to skinny jeans, straight men cling to 
I guess it's the tops that they like, not the not the pants. Like a tight, tight, tight blouse. And it's just like I don't understand the purpose of this. <laughs> yeah, but I would love to be there when like CT's I know I just tight we... blouse just like pops open and like the buttons go hitting against the walls. Like, ugh. So so you don't know how um beneficial that comment was just to me because this past week I ordered a new uh sweatshirt, a new 49ers sweatshirt mm-hmm. in anticipation of their Super Bowl, um, Super Bowl, win. Uh, Super Bowl win. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, that I was going to be wearing at the uh, at the Super Bowl party, whichever Super Bowl party I go to, and it is a size smaller than I had thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I put it on, and it was it's basically a skin tight hoodie. And in my head, I was like, well, I should probably get a size bigger. But then I looked at myself, I was like, maybe I could pull this off. I'm going to burn that motherfucker. <laughs> you shouldn't. You. And okay, I, I haven't seen it. You. You're not pulling it off, unfortunately. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. But in thank the end, you. you're not going to be comfortable in that. That's the other thing is like that can't be comfortable, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And you want to yeah. wear okay. a shirt underneath it or something like that. Like, like it just, it, it's, you'll be yeah, there's, comfier. There's something also about like bare nipples against a, a sweatshirt. I, I, just I do don't that. I think that that's okay. I well. do that around the house. Like <laughs> I wear like a big sweatshirt around the house. Yeah, a big sweatshirt is different, but like a closer, like a sweater against... Yeah, their nips. Yes, there's nothing like a V-neck sweater from Express Men's Department, tight, tight, tight to the skin. Like that is what um, CT wears, like a V, uh. those V-neck cashmere <laughs> sweaters. Yeah, but with I like a fedora, and it's one thousand percent. He has fedoras. <laughs> he had his outfit on, the, on episode six. He was wearing like really high boots, like high like <laughs> ankle was? boots. I didn't notice yeah. That. And then, but instead of wearing the jeans over them or like cropping them like here, he had the jeans like rolled up here. So it was like boot, jean, tight jean. (laughs) And I was looking at it. I'm like, I still want to fuck this man. That is crazy. He's just like the hottest blue collar. Yeah, I think that's it. I also have seen every single of the challenge that he's ever been on and also have seen Mm -hmm. his arc and change. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, that's toxic because men can't change. But he did. He <laughs> <laughs> does. Oh, God. Um, the music in this show is so funny. There's this one song that plays before they go to banishment. And it cracks me up every single time because it's like these like super over the top, like Game of Thrones adjacent songs. But the one song is... He was a dead man walking to his grave. Vengeance was sweet on my tongue. It sounds like that Hunger Games song, the Mm -hmm. looking to the tree. (laughs) Right? It's so stupid. And it's like, it's so funny because it's like the Love Island music. It's like funny because it's like, this is the song that's playing, but then it'll cut to like Sheree, who's like, what show am I on? I don't know what's going on. She's on on a vacation. Wait, can we talk about Sheree? This is last week, but we haven't recapped the last couple episodes. Sheree trying to look at a map. Uh-uh. The map is very, like, I understand. I, I'm, I'm going to just say maps are hard. Like, like, <laughs> like, like a, like a driving map, like of like the nineties when you have a map open and you're like, oh, where is my exit? I can see yeah. how that's overwhelming. Rand McNally. There's a lot of information, right? It's a lot of info. Yeah. 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 yeah so Rand I, McNally. Yeah. Yes. I can, I can get, I can get behind how that is kind of a boundary for people. This map essentially is like expo marker, like drawn around, mm-hmm. like with a, yeah. with a little like emoji of a, a tree. Like, it's a treasure yeah. hunt map that you know, like your parents would draw you. Yeah, when you're like very trying to, like, easy a fun to figure Saturday. out. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Ugh, love her. Um, she does win a shield, and I don't think that she knows that she's won one. She's like, all right, I she, guess. Yeah. Does she, she win one? Yes. Yeah, she was she the one that closest the to the bullseye. The cannonball. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, I forgot um, about that. I thought we were talking about the bird. One. That was last no, week's challenge, but the, week. she won the shield with the catapult in this challenge. Right, 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 right. Yeah, this week that's right. They they won. Uh, Burgalicious and Trishel won, and that's why Burgalicious has risen in the breakfast scene. Yeah, I like. I think Bergy is getting like a beautiful like championship out of this because he was such a like softy and flopped really hard on his season of love island okay can you talk to us about it because i've never watched a single second of love island and i don't know well don't start with his season well i what here's what i want to know first of all is like how does a person like him end up on a reality tv show about like I think because it was a stunt casting move, unfortunately. He applied. He probably applied because he was like, "LOL," and then got accepted because the producers were like, "It's so fucked up." They probably like he's surrounded by people who are like conventionally like sixteen pack, big shoulders, like kind of dudes. Um, But he, so the girls weren't attracted to him. He was like one of. He was like on the first like four episodes. He so he comes in, the girls are like, oh, that kind of thing. <laughs> and then he gets no one picks him. And so, but then he kind of comes back because I guess the the internet loved him so much. Because Love Island is like almost live. Um, and so the internet essentially kind of voted him back. And then he didn't last very long. But everybody was like really trying to get people to like talk to him and get him out of his shell. So him being on this is a wild twist because he was so short-lived on love island but i think it's i'm loving watching him because he's such like in him okay and then also with that peter too i think peter came on the show and everybody was like huh and then in last episode episode six i'm like okay peter you're kind of working pilot he is like one of the the worst bachelors like once i mean boring people they can shine in other places yeah okay do you tell that self do you say that to yourself (laughs) you said it you said it like a mantra that you like say (laughs) you were like once again boring people can excel in other places boring people can excel in other places i don't say that to myself because i'm not boring you are not boring that's why i wanted to reassure you you're not i do think that as phaedra calls him crazy bachelor pilot pete he i am He's another one. I think he's catfishing me because when he wears his uh, hat backwards, any man, any man wearing their hat backwards, another reminder of my um, attraction to men really disappointed in myself when it happens. But like that Pete just like walking around with his backwards hat, riling the people and like getting mad, like getting kind of mad. being rude. It's a, but like also it, being rude, but like righteously rude. So you're like, yeah. Ugh, this is hot. Um, really loving that. I mm-hmm. I knew I knew when Alan came in and was like, "I have tricks up my sleeve." I knew that they were gonna be like, "You have to recruit a trader," and I knew that Parvati's crazy ass was gonna try mm-hmm. to get Pete. Now it's you, smart. It's the so only move. It's the best move. It's the yeah, only. Move. If you kill him, everybody's gonna be like, "Well, yeah, exactly." So, what would you guys do if you were in Pete's position? I would not take it. <gasps> I don't think. Wow. Because. Really? Well, actually, you know what? Okay. Actually, two things. I actually think the move, the smarter move is to infiltrate 
his group. Not with him, but with like Mr. Parliament. Michelle. Well, no, I think the parla- the British the British bitch. The would British be good. guy. Oh, yeah, that's true. Who, who really shined this episode? I wrote, yeah, finally. I wrote down his monologue yeah. also. It's, oh, okay. I don't know what he's saying. Oh, but I'll, I'm tell like... you, I'll tell you what he said. He said, treachery deserves to be pa- punished by banishment. Banishment, my dear friend, should be your fate tonight. This guy is a silent slotra, and that's the sum of it. And then Phaedra goes, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> But I think, so I think if they had, I think that might be a better move actually, because then one of them could kill Pilot Pete. I know, but I think that they were thinking that they know that if they don't take Pete, then Pete is going to vote off one of those two. Yeah, so totally. they were like, let's let's pull in Pete. Rahil, what would you do if you were in Peter's position? So I didn't know, I, I didn't know, I didn't know the mechanics of the game like what happens after you get let's say if you get all the traitors off right because yeah. to me if i am a faithful it's very obvious that poverty is um is a traitor right yeah. so i know at the very least that i can i can get rid of her and then i don't know if alan at that point tells you whether or not there are any more traitors left or not um so if i'm in pete's position i don't know i was thinking that i wouldn't take it um, because at the very least, I can trust the people that I am with right now. Um, but then again, he's like, you know, I have to win the game. I'm like, well, what does winning the game mean? Is winning yeah. the game getting rid of all the traitors? Or is it the money? The money, again, not that enticing. It's like 90 grand. <laughs> it's like 90 a, grand. It's I mean, like, all yeah. these people make 90 grand off of one influencer. That exactly. came back, so. Wait, so, so the way you get Wait. to the end is what happens is there's the final banishment is just like a round of fire and it, it's like a, I think the final four. And mm-hmm. what happens is you do a banishment, like you do multiple rounds of a banishment around this fire. And mm-hmm. what happens is everyone says, is there someone you would still like to banish from this group? Because, because you, you think split the money. Yeah. If a trader is there and everyone is like, okay, I think we did get rid of all the traders. We're just faithfuls. Let's say this is our final decision. We're faithfuls. Let's take the money. And then they split the money. But then if the trader is there, the trader takes all the money from them. So the way to win is to get to the end with ideally with no traders or with one trader that you know is a trader that you can banish immediately. Or if you're Peter, you could be like, or I become a trader and then I have the whole this $90,000. I can split it amongst two other people rather than, you know, possibly like having to split over like seven faithfuls or whatever. Like the reason I think it would be smart to not take it though, is you end up having, you end up having collateral with a trader. So, because you're like, I didn't take it. And I'm going to tell everyone that you asked me to be a trader because like, like that's obvious that you would have killed me. Yeah. Yeah. If not. So you made me, you're trying to make me a trader. I'm going to tell my crew that like you tried to make me a trader so yeah. that's only exposing your game more. Yeah, that's And we true. can f- vote them out. And be- because they can't, if they try and kill him, yeah, they're just then going to get taken out the next week because they're making it obvious. That's the thing about this game that's kind of weird is like you, you, pl- you want to play it hard, but you can't play it too hard because then mm. people will just kill you. It's so well, that's fun. why getting, I like, poverty, did I say that right? I'm yeah, just calling it Parv. Parv. Parv, Parv. Yeah. made a good move. Um, 
unintentional good move with like killing Akinsu because it like was so out of left field that everybody it caused just this ruckus mm-hmm. yeah because but then at the same time it's like you keep heavy hitters in because then that people can point at them like mj mj is always going to be an easy like you they're not going to kill mj forever Mm-mm. because they're she's an always easy like if anything we can point our finger at mj yeah yeah but um, i think with peter taking it i feel like i feel like he will for tv but i don't think it's a good idea for his game um because uh, also like he can still vote Parv out. Yes. Um, but I think that he he can still vote Parv out and he might still vote Parv out, but then he gets to take her spot. And it's all about like self-preservation, right? So mm-hmm. like that's what happens once you become a traitor. You can obviously turn on each other like Dan tried to turn on Phaedra. Mm-hmm. Now what I do think is really interesting is Trishel, who's dumb as a doorknob. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about microaggressions. Uh, she's a dummy, but she picked up Dan pointed to Phaedra because he wanted us to know who the other traitor is. So it's obvious that Phaedra is a traitor. And I was like, mm-hmm. not Trishel being a little bit smart. I agree. I, the, I was like, oh, you got, you clocked it. I was surprised by that. Yeah. Now, something that I'm worried that is going to happen though, because, and I'm actually mad at Peacock and, you know, and, um, NBC universal for this, when they put together the, the trailer for the traders, they included this clip of Phaedra saying, I'm not one of your bachelor contestants. I'm not trying to get a rose to kiss your ass or something like that. She says it at around at a banishment. Mm-hmm. And obviously talking to pilot Pete. Now we haven't had that happen yet. So what I'm worried about is that he's going to say yes to being a trader. And then his first move is to get Phaedra out of the game. Like oh. turn on the traders. That I'm worried that that's going to be because it's an e- it's actually a very smart move and an easy move to make if he becomes mm-hmm. a traitor and doubles down on Dan's promise that Phaedra is one. Yeah, because he could. It's it's a, it's it is smart, but I think she could probably talk her way out of it. Yeah, probably. But um, if I were him, I would just go to Parvati. Yeah, Rahil. I have a question. So, as viewers. Are you guys rooting for the faithful or the traitors? Like, do you have a team that you are? I'm always rooting for the traitors. Same. I'm always rooting for the traitors, too. I am rooting for the traitors, but I was so excited for them when they got Dan. Like, I was genuinely. Me, too. Because Dan was was annoying. I I know. I was clapping. I was so excited. And Like, like, it's fun when they get someone out, but I'm also rooting for the traitors. Like, if they would have voted out Parv, like, I would have been pissed, but. Guys, on UK Traders, this is a light spoiler, but it happens in the second episode, so it's not... And it, it just has to do with the faithful. They have this one faithful on... And the UK version, it's no celebrities. It's all um, normies. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> This woman comes on with one arm. And she is, like, very emotional <laughs> to the group. And is like, this game means so much to me. Because if... I win the money. I can finally get a prosthetic arm. Yeah, and then the <laughs> the faithfuls are like, "That's so sweet," but unfortunately, you are a traitor. And they vote her out. <laughs> they vote. They vote. They vote her out immediately. And she's like, "I'm a faithful." No, what the producers would have never done that. Like, 
It was so <laughs> fun. I literally was crying, laughing. They're like, oh my God, that's amazing. She's definitely a traitor. <laughs> like, and I, so, okay, I have a question for all of you guys. If you were in the game, which would you want to be and which do you think you would be better at, traitor or faithful? For me, faithful. I could not be a traitor. I think it would be fun to be a traitor, but, like, because then you, like, know what's going on. That's where my head goes. At least I know what's going on as a traitor, but I think I wouldn't be very good at it. Yeah, Kix, you are a faithful through and through. I I could never see you as a traitor. No. But then that also means you would make a great traitor, but I, I feel agree. like you would feel really bad. Like I, feel I like wouldn't you... feel bad. Oh, okay. That's not my concern. My concern <laughs> is that, like, I just wouldn't be good at it. Mm-hmm. Mm. I I would like to be a traitor, but I would be a traitor who would be in- immediately caught because mm-hmm. I would play too hard. Mm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I'd want to be a faithful, but I would be a pretty good traitor because he people would be tend an amazing traitor. People tend to trust me. Yeah. <laughs> but I would have a lot of anxiety about it, and I feel really bad about it. Yeah, he would. He would feel awful every time he murdered someone. But then, but I'd he, do it. Yeah, he would kind of be like Phaedra, like comforting, yeah. like comforting Larsa as if Marcus died in war. Like, yeah, it yeah. would be like that. He would be like that for sure. I'm what glad Larsa's I... gone. I'm not. I, no, miss, I miss her. her. She was so funny. Don't like I, her at all. I think and then that... I don't think she's funny. <laughs> oh, well. I I think that I would be a. I, I want to. Do you want us to? Do you want us to guess for you? Because we, we all were going to say the same thing. I know so you. I know you guys are going to say that I should be a traitor, but yeah. I actually I worry about. I'm not like that good at lying though. Like, I, I don't think I would be good at the the brunch. Is the morning brunch is always is stressful to me. I don't know how they play shocked. Like I would be so bad at that. I think I would be too obvious. You'd be like the Devon. <laughs> yeah. 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 You like just I just I just don't think that it would be for me. But I did see speaking of that, I did see a tweet. This is from Zach Zimmerman. I'm not on Twitter, but someone shared it to Instagram. Traders has always been queer coded because seeing who actually shows up to brunch is a bedrock of LGBTQIA really experience. <laughs> it is so camp. The whole thing, the reactions, the hooting and hollering, it is so fucking cute. Like you like made I, it. Who'd you go home yeah, with last night? How was your night, night last night? Yeah, I didn't expect to see you here. You Did you fucking sleep? Dick I love your outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look so good. Look at the spread. Like it's just it's so fun. I think Tom, you would be very much Kate Chastain. Like, yes. uh, like you would you would spend the whole time convincing people you weren't a traitor. One thousand percent. That is exactly what would happen. And then I would be like, I would be like, hey, like guys, I don't know what else you want from me. Like I don't. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. Like you can continue to vote for me. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not a traitor, and it's just gonna be what it is. Like I do. Yeah. I don't think I could. I go very far in this game. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Can we I... talk about Kate real quick? I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. Go for it. Um. I don't know if this is something problematic for me to say or not. But I love the fact that Kate looks like 91% flawless every time. Like her outfits are amazing. Why is that like problematic? That's wonderful. But I think the problematic point but is the 91%. It's the 9% because she just like doesn't fix her hair. Yeah, sometimes her it. hair is a little. Okay, she just had a baby when they filmed this. So. Yeah, how about you back <laughs> off of her heel? God. I, at first break. I thought you were going to say that she looks 91. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I love about? Kate. No. no, I love her. I love she's her. She's good. Too. I'm glad she's back. I don't think they'll recruit her. That was the one shot they had to recruit her, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. So but it's I, gonna be. But I guys, I think she 
is going to be someone that they all think would be recruited. And I think that they're going to try and kick her out. Or, yeah, it's like, going to be a part of course. two. Of course. And also just because, you know, she's Kate and she was on the show before. So they're just going to assume that. But I agree with you. Like, I think that if I was a faithful, I would also be like Kate because I know people would think that I'm a murderer because of just who I am. And I think that then I would be like Kate. I'd be like, well, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I can only yeah. say so much. Okay. Yeah. And then that's it. That's like. Because I don't know. I think that's the other thing. If I was a faithful, I wouldn't know how to convince people that I'm not a traitor. Like, I would just, I would give up. I'd be like, you know what? I probably am a traitor. You're right. You would. Yeah, I'd be like like gaslighting myself. It's me. I'm I'm like, am I going to the turret every night? Like, (laughs) do you guys, Raheel keeps telling me this now. Do you guys think that when they go to the um, turret to do their little murders, do you think that's a real part of the castle or do you think no, that's a it's, set piece? It's, it's like a hut in the middle of a field. In the yeah. in the Hilton Garden Inn at the airport? Yes, literally. <laughs> it's like a banquet hall that they put. It's in yeah. the banquet hall. It looks exactly. like an escape room like that is in Midtown, <laughs> New York. Mm-hmm. It just makes me laugh every time. It's like the walks to it in their robes and then like Alan knocking on the door and them acting shocked. I'm like, I love the Well, you also know that they don't stay on, they don't stay at the castle. I just learned that this yeah. season. Mm-hmm. They, I thought they, did. Uh, I thought they weird, did until yeah. What's weird is in in the UK version, they talk about going to their like it's not a secret that they don't <laughs> stay there, but then, but then in this one they like have they do shots of them like walking upstairs to bed yeah. and pretend <laughs> they're sleeping and they're like, why are we clothes? pretending that we're sleeping <laughs> in this castle? It doesn't really make sense to me. The Bergy shot of him sleeping literally in the same outfit he was wearing downstairs was a lot. Because I know Nora and I connect on this. Like outside, outside clothes, clothes do not belong in, on or in the bedroom, of or course. or in a couch. I also no. don't. Oh like wow, them. couch! I understand if, if we're having a party, like it's fine. But like when I get I home, I change. Pro. I always assumed Tommy were pro outside clothes. No, what do you mean? I literally <laughs> thought you the were, second I, I walked in, were I put pajamas. On. I thought you were dirty. So <laughs> what are we qualifying as outside clothes? I'm a little bit confused. Did now. you go is outside it just, in it? Okay. It's outside clothes. Like if I it. I had these pants on outside, especially sitting on a subway, fuck no, these pants are not going on my couch and they're not going on my bed. I will say this: there are clothes that I will like. I'll be in sweatpants all day, and if I just get in my car to go a pl- go to a place, I will still I will wear those like on my bed. But mm-hmm. if I have put my butt on a seat physically that mm-hmm. somebody else is a public spot, then I will not put those pants on my bed. For me, I think I'm looking at it the other way. I think my outside my standard for outside clothes is just low. Like I'll wear my sweatpants outside. <laughs> So but but it's, it's more like about a... the cleanliness than the fashion. Yeah, it's not about the fashion. It's about the fact that they're dirty. I will just say the cleanliness of my outside uh, clothes, the standard of that is probably <laughs> also probably... low. <laughs> Tom is silent. Yeah, today I wore like... <laughs> Tom's horrified. He's like, how are you guys from the same family? I don't understand. <laughs> today I wore PJ pants essentially to go um, to Astoria to sign a lease and... Then, but it felt weird walking out of my home in them because okay. I'm like, oh, these are not outside clothes. Well, but did I didn't have anything them? else to wear oh, okay. because oh, I'm know. doing laundry. Got it, got okay. it. I wore I, I wore baby Yoda pajamas this morning to Starbucks. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> well, that doesn't fine. bother me because you're just going to Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, did exactly. you dri- you're not going to you, sign a lease. Did you drive through or did you go inside? <laughs> no, I ordered it in advance and then I went and I picked it up. 
Okay, yeah, that's called tough. a mobile that people order. People have to see the pants, yeah. but yeah. that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, guys, uh, love traders, and I love you guys. <laughs> two hours too. later, um, I forgot that I had to take my child to a birthday party. Oh shit! And you do started thirty minutes ago. Party. Oh. <laughs> Aww. Whoopsies. Whoopsies. Yeah. Um. Anyway, follow dumpster dive at dumpster dive pod yeah and follow, follow. reality is uh the reality is pod right. and don't follow over heel anywhere except for on linkedin and root for the 49ers in about a week from yeah now. go yes. what's his name brody <laughs> brody but you know what? he's brody now ron uh, ron brody <laughs> no, i genuinely what is he i'm brock 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 purdy 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 i know i know i know burgalicious Purdy, I'll be rooting for poverty. Her. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> rock poverty is who we're gonna be. Rock, rock, that rock poverty is someone's Ellen. That's a porn name. <laughs>